so let me let me throw some numbers at you here to put into perspective what what role that Sycamore and the land trust do uh, in terms of protecting our natural heritage here. Indiana, the whole state of Indiana has 36,000 square miles, or about 23 million acres total land mass in the state of Indiana. Now, when the when the French explorers and, and the Europeans first arrived here, 87 percent of the state of Indiana was covered by forest. 87%, 20 million acres of the state was covered by forest. There's a little stretch of prairie. Many people don't know that the Great Plains prairies and grasslands actually started in western Indiana. Along the Indiana border between Indiana and Illinois from Gary south to um, Terre Haute was the beginning of the Great Plains. With the exception of that and the rivers and the lakes, all of the state of Indiana was covered by one massive canopy of hardwood forest. From Gary to, to Lawrenceburg, from Evansville to Fort Wayne, the entire state was basically covered with, uh, with, with woods. 20 million acres was wooded. And of course, all of it was natural. All 23 million acres, by definition, at that time was, was natural. Now, my book, I have 119 sites in there, which total about 600,000 acres, a little more than 600,000 acres that, again, are protected in some measure. Okay? Uh, that's not a lot. That is not a lot at all. That's only 5% of the land mass of southern Indiana that is actually protected in some form or another. And when you consider that over a third of that, 40% of the Hoosier National Forest, and sadly and apparently, as I'm sure you're all aware, 100% of the Indiana State Forest System are subject to logging and other extractive uses. So even out of that 600,000 acres, well over 200,000 acres can still be logged. Now there are many people, and probably some in this room, who would argue that management and logging and that sort of thing is in fact protecting the ecosystem, and I certainly don't disagree with them. But we all have different, um, I think, definitions of what protection is. So when it comes to land that is protected in perpetuity, forever, there's not a whole lot of it left. You've got the Dean Wilderness down here on the Hoosier National Forest that's protected forever. Most of the sites on my website are dedicated state nature preserves, which means that they will not, they also will never be exploited or cut or developed in any way. Okay, and you have what the land trusts own, and that, that's basically it. Today, of that natural Indiana, when we talk about these woods, in the state of Indiana, the largest tract of land in the state of Indiana that has never been cut is 190 acres, believe it or not, inside the Evansville city limits. There's a place down there called Wesselman's Woods. I've stood under the tallest tulip tree in the state of Indiana. It's not the biggest because there's another one that has a bigger crown, but it's the tallest uh, uh, tulip tree in the state of Indiana inside the, the, the uh, city limits of the third largest city in the state. That these trees are still here is nothing more than the grace of God. That, that, that site actually sits right on the Wabash and Erie Canal. Had the Wabash, at the tail end of the Wabash and Erie Canal in the, of the 19th century, had that canal not failed, those 190 acres worth of trees would have been gone. They're only here because of that failure and nobody ever got around to cutting them. The second largest stand of uncut timber is 88 acres in the Hoosier National Forest just south of Paoli in a place called Pioneer Mother's Memorial Forest. That's another one. The family, the heirs, they'd kept it, it, it pristine for generations. And it came a point in time in the early 20th century when the family heirs decided and actually sold these 88 acres of old growth, true old growth, to a Louisville timber company who had plans to cut down those 88 acres. 
a group, a civic group down there called the Pioneer Mothers, along with the U.S. Forest Service, organized the community, raised the money, convinced the, 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 the timber company to not cut the trees, and then bought the land back from them. That's why those, those 88 acres still exist. The third largest is, the, is Donaldson's Woods, which many of you have probably been to in Spring Mill State Park down here, just down uh, south of, here, of us here about a half an hour or so, which is 60 acres. And again, only divine intervention saved those woods. I actually wrote the story about a, a story about George Donaldson, who owned the property, who was an eccentric Scotsman, who was imprisoned in Scotland in the 19th century, maybe for murder. Nobody knows for sure what it was, but he was in prison, and his wealthy father bought him out of prison and onto a boat to the New World. George Donaldson ended up owning four estates in northern in the in North America, one of which being the acreage down in Spring Mill State Park, and he was a very eccentric guy. He was a big game hunter, but he wouldn't allow anybody to hunt on his property down there. He never allowed a tree to be cut down there. That's why those 60 acres still exist. And when he died, he, in the early 20th century, he died without a will. And under Indiana state law, because he didn't have a will, the property ended up going to the state, first to Indiana University. Indiana University in the early 20th century then transferred it to then the, Indiana, the new Indiana Department of Con Conservation, which became the Indiana Department of Natural Resources. And so those 60 acres of trees down there were never cut because George Donaldson didn't have a will. If he'd have had a will, they would have been sold to somebody, and those 60 acres would be gone, would be gone as well today. Okay? So enter Sycamore Land Trust and the Land Trust. What they do according to what you'd have to call the Nature Conservancy model, because the Nature Conservancy is the oldest and the biggest, is they protect land in perpetuity. Again, I love that phrase, in perpetuity. It's very lyrical, as well as it means forever, right? Nothing can happen to these places forever. They, they are allegedly forever uh, protected, although we thought that about the state forests, at least the backcountry areas, and Mitch Daniels and Mike Pence have had no qualms whatsoever about logging in our backcountry country areas, but that's a whole other discussion for a whole, for a whole other time here. The land trusts that are, that are in my book, those five land trusts own about 90,000 acres. The Nature Conservancy is the biggest. They have 80,000 acres that they, are, that they steward for us. Sycamore is second with 9,000 acres. Of course, they're all in southern Indiana. The Nature Conservancy is all over the state. The Central Indiana Land Trust, which I believe is, is out of Indianapolis or the Indianapolis area, they uh, own and protect 1,000. The Oak Heritage Conservancy, which is another land trust based down in Hanover, down on the Ohio River, they have 700 acres, and then there's a tiny little 100-acre spot down by Lawrenceburg, where Indiana meets meets Ohio and meets Kentucky, called the Oxbow, which is a which is an area I won't go into it, but it, but altogether, like I say, these organizations protect about 90,000 of the. 600,000 acres that are listed in my book here. That's about 15% of what's in my book. In my book, I didn't catch them. I didn't get everything. I don't claim to have captured every single natural area in southern Indiana, but I got most of them, and I got all of the big ones, all of the really important ones here. So about one out of every seven acres of those are, are managed and, and protected by land trusts and nonprofit organizations like Sycamore and these other folks. Okay, so they play a very, very important role. I'm in touch. I work quite a lot. Mike Hamoya, if anybody knows Michael Hamoya from the Department of Natural Resources with the Division of Nature Preserves, he's the state botanist and has been since the mid-1980s. I think he started in 85. He wrote, he's the, he has the definitive definition of what are natural areas in southern Indiana. He's told me there's nothing more left to save. 
Okay, everything that is really worth having, we already have. So that just emphasizes and highlights, I mean, there are places where we can add on, and there are certainly places that are worth saving, but in terms of what's left of original Indiana, and there's not much of it that is actually original, it's just representations of what we had before, it's basically saved. So the role that Sycamore and, and the, the Nature Conservancy and all these groups, the, the role that they are playing is absolutely essential.